What is up, Love everybody? Oh, I jumped the gun there. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Stephen Urquintalo Show. My name is Kevin Hartley, and each week I'm going to take you on a wild ride deeper into Stephen Urquintalo. Kinky, right? You know you want it. This week, babies, I'm telling you, Stephen and I have been talking, and this ride is going to be crazy. So buckle up and hunker down. Put the babies to bed and make sure grandma can't hear because we are both on fire and fired up today as we dive into Stephen's mind, perspective, points of view on life, music, movies, relationships, sex, sexuality, hardships, inspiration, motivation, and of course, the paranormal. We are unscripted with no boundaries and anything goes. And like I said, kiddies, the tea is hot today and we are definitely going to stir the pot. So let's explore the myths, realities, legends surrounding Stephen as we journey into his incredible mind, his evolving list of projects, his philosophical and inspirational wisdoms, and of course, the paranormal expertise he holds as an author and thought-leading, groundbreaking, paranormal investigator. So here he is, the man you've all been waiting for, the man you want to get into, my friend, Stephen Urquintala. How are you, buddy? (laughs) I am very well again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, an amazing opener. Was that, I, was, was that too much? Do, do I pump you up too much? I, that was so much. I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, that's good. Uh-oh, too much. Oh, okay. That's a lot. Now I have a lot and, to and, and, uh, and, and, uphold and, right now. You, but, yeah, but you are a lot, man. You are everything. And it's, people were worried I wasn't going to get a word in edgewise after our initial broadcast there last week. <laughs> Yeah, but you did. Yeah, you did. they were. They were like, okay, what, what, what did that lady say? I think she's like, yeah, I was, I'm worried that he's not going to get – I'm worried that Kevin's not going to get any words in because you're just going to keep yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't know me yet. We, we have only just begun, and this is, uh, this is so much fun. I had so much fun last week, and uh, I even feel more relaxed and more calm and more excited about what we're going into this week because we, uh, we've communicated a lot and been in touch, and, and we're just – both pumped and excited about what we're doing, right? Exactly. It's going to be great. I know we talked yesterday about a lot of things, and like you said, over the week, and it's a lot. It's a lot that's going to continue to keep going and growing, and it's, it's so far it's just really been a simple flow. So I'm excited not only you know for you, for me. I'm excited for everyone to experience a whole new side of things. Like This isn't just going to be a whole new side of me or you, the show. It's going to be a whole new side within – others' minds. I really feel like what's going to happen is going to, it's going to cap, captivate so many different perceptions and how they're going to change the way they not only think or see certain things, but the way they feel certain things as well. And you can't that's, think that's, that's totally it. Yeah. Yeah. That's different than any other show that I think that I've ever seen anyways, or heard of, or whatever, you know, most people are just interviewing people. They're not really going to take it to the level that we're slowly growing to. And it's only going to get better. So I'm excited. I hope everyone really just continues to keep, you know, stay tuned, keep listening, keep listening, because it's only going to get better. And we're going to we're gonna make the paranormal clown family there, uh, like, you know, eat your dust. I mean, we're talking about taking paranormal, not just away, you know, we're not, we're not being disingenuous to ghost hunting and, and connecting with that level of, of paranormal, but we want to bring, we really want to bring paranormal into everyday life to help people manage and manifest, as Stephen said, sort of getting in touch with the energy that we all freaking possess. We are all just neurons and protons and, and energy spinning around on this mm-hmm. rock. 
whizzing through space. And uh, we're going to get into that later. But, hey, I want to pick up on uh, – well, first of all, I want to say happy belated Father's Day. You posted a very sweet post, a very vulnerable <laughs> post uh, that you've just recently – reconnected with your daughter which is amazing and, and so tell us about her tell us about you tell yeah. us about what happened there it's, it's a beautiful story yeah awesome well thank you and okay so yeah it was i can't remember she's 15 now she just turned 15 wow. uh, from the post that i made you know her birthday just passed and it was about 15 for 13 maybe 13 years ago is when i signed my rights over it was in gainesville florida i met her mom and we dated, you know, here, I, I guess, you know, we dated, we both, she was in college, you know, you know how it is when you're in college, you, one person's never on the same page as the other, you know, relationship wise, yep. but she yep. was the only person I was sleeping with and out, you know, and we lived together for a little bit. Anyways, one thing led to another insanely addicted to drugs, um, cocaine every single night doing, you know, a minimal amount. And then it turned into an eight ball a night and it turned into understanding the dealers and getting it for free and alcohol and pills. So it was a really bad thing. And I moved back to Fort Myers, Florida, where she, I moved back in, moved home with my mom and stepdad. And I got the call that she was pregnant. And I said, okay, I'll do the right thing. And I'll, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, in inside of me, I was like, okay, cool. This is great. Like, I'm going to use this time to sober up, get clean. I could be a man, you know, all, all these thoughts went through my head. And so I moved back up to Gainesville and moved in with her and to the college dorms and took care of her as much as I could and worked two jobs, but working two jobs doing whatever, I was still addicted to drugs and it was getting worse and worse and worse and worse. <clears throat> so eventually I like moved to Tennessee. I moved away. She moved back to her parents' house in a small town. She was forever away, like an hour away. I didn't have a car. Things were just like, why am I still in Gainesville? So I moved around a bit and then I eventually went back home to Fort Myers, um, was on probation. And I was actually on probation. I think when I was, I can't even remember. I, it, it's all blur from the drugs and the arresting and all this craziness. But I, um, I remember seeing her for her first birthday and first Christmas, I drove up there, managed to rent a car and I actually used the money that I needed for probation. And I remember telling my mom, give me the money. I'm going to go see her for her first birthday. And I don't care about the probation thing. I'll figure that out later. So I used all my money to get up there, rent the car, ended up still coming up with the money somehow. But I saw her for her first birthday, first Christmas, second birthday, second Christmas. And that's when the mom said, Hey, you know, I want to get remarried to this guy. He wants to adopt Kirsten and Kirsten's her name. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? It didn't really take much thinking. I was like, you know what? She's right. I'm not going to argue it. I'm not going to be that ghetto dad where I'm like, no, that's my baby girl. And I'm not going to let anyone take her from me and da, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know the story. However, he does you. that. Yep, it's it's just trash. You know, yep. it's garbage. It's ghetto. Get out of here. And so I said, you know what? You're right. I'm clearly a drug addict addicted to every drug that I could think of. Like that was any pill I'd pop, any, all the cocaine in the world, any type of alcohol. I was just, I, was just, I didn't care. And right then and, and there, and I that's thought. that's what I was going to say about what you just, just said, about, you know, sort of signing off your right is like, good on you for, for stepping up to your reality and yes. realizing that maybe you couldn't be the dad that that, that Kirsten needed. Kirsten. Yeah. And, and that's what I thought. I was like, you know what? I can't be that, but I know one day I will be, and right yeah. now is not that time, but one day I'm going to be 
not only my own hero and 10 years from then, but I'm going to be her hero. I'm going to be the dad she deserves, the dad she's going to want to know, because I knew one day she would want to know me. You know, every every little girl does, every every son does. It doesn't matter. And, I mean, we could skip, you know, 13 years down the road, and her mom messaged me. I still kind of knew what was going on with her here and there. Me and the mom still connected. And we always told told each other that we're going to tell her the truth, Kirsten, the truth. We reconnected. I was in Miami last year. She she The mom messaged me and said, hey, Kirsten wants to get to know you. She wants to talk to you. I'm going to create a Facebook messenger for her, not Facebook or anything, just messenger so she can message you. And I remember sitting there one day and I got the high from her, literally just said hi. And she told me, right. she told me that she was in school and she, her and all her friends were like around her phone, just waiting for me to reply back. And uh. yeah, and I, I didn't reply back right then and there. Cause I was like, what do I say? Right. And, sure. Yeah. But I did reply and we talked and I, I, I told her pretty much everything that day. I said, look, if you ever want to ask me anything, I understand, like, don't be afraid to ask what happened. I said, I'll break the ice and let you know a little bit because I know it's in your mind. I know you're curious about it. And I know that you're probably afraid to just ask me, which is fine. I said, so I'm going to let you know. And she did kind of say, okay, thank you. And I told her everything. I mean, the details, it was a long thing. And she, she started crying. She's like, I'm so happy you're in my life again. Um, I never talked to her on the phone, but she messaged all this and saying, I'm so happy you're in my life. I've missed you so much. I've been wanting to ask mom to be able to message you and see you, but I've been scared and just all sorts of things. And I was like, okay, this, and, and right then and there is when I knew everything that I worked from, from 13 years ago, when I was standing in my mom and stepdad's garage on the phone with the mom saying, I'll sign over my rights. Cause I remember exactly what I was doing. I was actually drunk. And uh, I remember standing there and I, I looked back and I'm like, it all paid off exactly how I thought it was going to happen to a T wow. exactly 13 nice. years prior. And for people and, and, and she didn't have to go in the system. She wasn't in the system. I wasn't paying child support. I was, I didn't have her on, you know, during the summer where I had to take her away from her friends and her be mad at me because right. she wants to be with her friends. And I was like, I'm not going to put her through that because most people are too selfish and they don't understand that it's not about them. It's about the child. And I wasn't going to do that for yep. to her. And most people don't think about that. They're like, well, I'm going to be vindictive. You're trying to take my daughter or son away from me to go marry another guy to raise her and da, da, da. Tuck, tuck the ego away. Get, dude, it's not about that. Do I regret oh, that wait. I signed my rights over to that man? Absolutely, because she hates him. I will tell you this. I was in, I believe my grandpa was still alive, or maybe he passed away, and I was up helping my grandma out in northern Florida. Me and the, the mom was in the car together. She was driving me somewhere. I can't remember where we were going. This was, this was maybe three years ago. And like I said, me and the mom were always in communicate, you know, communicating and we've done paranormal stuff together. She's on some of my videos on YouTube and man, I was more heated than anything. This, this, um, she's driving in the car on speakerphone, pissed that she, Kirsten was crying at that dude's house. Cause she never, he never liked me anyways. He was so envious and jealous of me. And I was never in the picture. And I heard her crying on the other end, just wanting to come home because he was being a dick and then calling the mom like a slut and all these other things and i'm like dude i'm like i was like you can take me to jacksonville now like i will break this dude's face and he has a heart condition and i'm like well i can't do that because i'd end up killing him so i said well there's nothing i can do like literally nothing i can do and i think that's when the mom knew how serious i was about 
trying again, you know, really not trying with her, but really right. like, okay, here, 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 I'm in the Speaking picture now. Things are going to change. Yeah. So it took three years after that to where this happened. And she hates it, man. She hates going to Jacksonville to go see this dude. She's like, and we call him the dude because I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear his name. And um, she hates it so much. She's like, I wish I can come see you. I wish you were back in Florida so I can come hang out with you for the weekends. I was like, look, I can make that happen. I was like, I, you, legally, you may, legally on paper, you may not be my daughter, but you are my daughter. Like there's blood that shows this legally. I, yeah. I, I know a lot of lawyers yeah. like legally I can make this happen. I have connections. So you just let me know. However, um, yeah, I just, I love it. You know, I love that the stuff she messaged me on father's day, the stuff that she messaged me, wow, uh, you man. know, on her birthday, that's the first time she ever said those things to me. And I, uh, yeah, that was, that was amazing when I woke up because I messaged her on her birthday at midnight. I want to be the first one to let her know. And I messaged her. And as the message says, you know, sorry, I just woke up real quick and sent you yeah. something. And, you know, I'll be honest, like at first I was like, oh, she didn't really like say much. You know, I was like, oh, whatever. But then because I didn't know, I didn't know she just woke up. She's just like, OK, cool. Thanks. You know, and I was like, oh, whatever. Right. Typical 15 year old. I can't right. I can't blame her. Right. But then when yeah, I yeah. woke up and saw that message, I was like, oh, like my whole heart sank. I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, I was like, so that man, that. That's amazing. I'm, I'm so happy for you uh, for sharing that story. And uh, I, again, I just say kudos to you. you. Probably you saved your life, but I would go out on a limb and say you, you might have as you might have very well saved her life as, as well. Had you decided to try play dad back then oh, with yeah. the life that you were leading. Oh man, she would have, I, and that's how I look at it too. She would have seen her dad being this pathetic loser. She would have been interested in these pathetic, you know how many exes that I've dated oh, that have dated trash? And it's like, because your dad was trash, because your brother was trash, because you saw this garbage. And I was like, there is no, I am going to literally not be that person to ruin her life. And that's what people don't get these children are seeing everything and the fact that I didn't allow her to see that and I took that away from her yeah it hurt it sucks but she understood and I knew that when she wanted to see me she was going to be old enough to understand and she's like I completely get it and that's one reason the best dad ever she's like you literally sacrificed all of that for me to not see complete shit in order for her to be better and that right there is the greatest sacrifice anyone can make for a child, not fight them in and out of court. What, what, what is that? Like, that's not yes. hearing the parents arguing on the phone and them hiding. No. Under. I grew up in that. I grew up in that. Like, there is no way I was going to put her through that. So it's, it's, it's insane, man. You know, like my like last ex, she, she literally slept around with like 50 plus dudes, 50 plus dudes. That was like, why? And it makes no sense because of the issues you had growing up or seen or whatever the case may be. And that's trash, man. That's so garbage. And there's no way I'd allow my daughter to do that or see that, no, not do I'm that. Not. I mean, I can't stop her, obviously, from if she wants to go sleep with 50 dudes. Like, realistically, I won't know if she's doing that. So I can't stop her. However, I could show her a path that shows something better if you don't go and do that. That's not the beginning of her path. Exactly. Like she, yeah. may, she may land on that path. God hope we don't. She doesn't. But I mean, yeah, that's not what she knows as 
as her reality. I mean, a lot of kids are brought up and that's the reality. They don't know any different. Well, you know, better. wow. Wait, yeah, exactly. Wait a man up. And uh, again, congrats. She seems like, you know, Apple doesn't seem to fall far from the tree. She seems brilliant. She's like involved and she's got, you know, quite a life going on. I think you rhymed off a whole bunch of stuff and I just wish you the best with that, man. I'm sure we all do. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure I'll, I know I'll definitely keep it, everybody updated once I, I know we talked about seeing each other. So, and I'm sure when I do, you know, I, I'll flood social media with pictures. So. Nice, nice. And, um, you know, I guess that's, that's not entirely too far removed from your situation as well, right? I mean, maybe you made that choice because you kind of had that upbringing as well, didn't you? You had a stepdad that wasn't like he was pretty detached from you, right? Yeah, he. Well, I mean, my mom dated. I think it was like five or six boyfriends, um, and and I was always leaving my grandma's house because my mom had me at fifteen, and I remember staying at my grandma and grandpa's house a lot because she was young, of course. And we lived downtown Fort Myers, just this ghetto area, and my mom would always move in with a new boyfriend, so I'd go with, and it was just horrible. It was it was horrible, you know, the abuse, everything it was so bad. And then back to my grandma's and go to this dude's house in here, then here. And then when my mom met my stepdad, yeah, he was detached and they drank a lot, my mom and stepdad. And so I've seen it all, which is, which again, right here, that's why I did what I did. That's why I did the drugs and the drinking and the pills. That's all I saw. That's all exactly. I knew. So why would I, however, I did still wake up and go to school. I still learned, I skipped school and went to the library because I was too intelligent for what school was teaching me. Now I still drank. I still did a lot of horrible things and, and bad things, but I was still intelligent enough to know I need to learn because part of my consciousness and sub my subconscious was like, no, you still need this because we know the person you're going to become. So a part of me was always saying, okay, even though I got kicked out of the house and I'm 15 and sleeping in a newspaper recycling bin, I still need to get up, go to school or get up, don't go to school, go to the library. And I would do these things, but this is what I saw growing up. So that's why I became that. And it's the same, same mentality that I thought, like, if she sees this stuff, she's going to become this. And it was not easy for me, especially for me to come from that to this, no ghetto tattoos, no prison record. I'm not shot. I'm not dead. I don't, you know, I have my depth and logic and common sense and the way I speak and the way I am and the way I encourage people there. Like you don't come from where I came from and become what I am and becoming. So that's something that I really am proud of that she sees. And I'll pat myself on the back for that. Like I, it, you know, it can come off as absolutely. No, it's not. It's, It's extreme. Like it's, I mean, I came from, God, like I came from roaches all over the place. No AC in Florida for 10 years, living on concrete flooring. I'm talking about the concrete flooring that still had the chalk written on it to where they hang ceiling fans and had dimensions of where things yeah. could go. I'm talking about yeah. a substitute tank overflowing. Every time we took a shower, I'd have to grab more towels to put by the toilet because it was overflowing and would sink behind in my, into my room. It was horrible. I was drying off with sweat more than I was water and for 10 plus years. Like this is the life I lived. So there's absolutely no way that like it's that I could just go on and on about that. There's, there's no way that I, it, I don't even know how to word what I want to even say next. Like what I went through and that right there, what I just said to you was a matter of 30 seconds. That's not even the upbringing and the growing up that right there is just near living in one house. So that's, that's one instance. I, yeah. Yeah. Like it's so, 
how I became this way is because of that. And I'm not saying, oh, I, I am because of what my past, or what is it? Like, I don't regret my past because it made me, that, that's a ghetto mentality. No, that's trash. That didn't create me. I created me. That's it. My past did not encourage me to be this way. I was that way during that time. That's what encouraged me. Like I said, my subconscious always knew, wake up, get to the library, wake up, go to school, wake up and do this. My subconscious was putting it into my conscious state of mind in order for me to go. It wasn't the past made me who I am. No, no, no. That very and present and you. In that past made me yeah. who I am. Exactly. That's what it was. And you made that choice every day. That, that mm-hmm. choice presented it to yourself. And, and, and then exactly. you made that choice. Exactly. The past was not it. You have, you have those two choices and you make it. You make that decision. So, and that's, crazy. that's kind yeah. of life still every day, right? I mean, we, we all have choices, right? It's either left or right, up, down, mm-hmm. straight ahead, backward, like whatever. Like, like we really do have choices. And I think circling back to where we sort of talked about what we want to do. And, I, and man, I got to say, I think this is why you are who you are and where you're at. And, and whether you knowingly did it or not. And I think this is what you and I have talked about wanting to sort of grab onto and embrace and make people aware is that if you can grab onto that paranormal energy and bring it into your everyday life to manage choices and decisions and manifest what comes your way, whether it's money or time or love or opportunity, um, you know, it's not like, you know, rubbing a freaking genie lamp and going, oh, I wish for this and it's not going to happen. It is about all those little choices that get you there. And I think you've just exemplified that beautifully in your story. It's, it's brilliant. Where did I want to go from there? I wanted to, last week, just give me a sign if you can hear me, because I'm not sure if we're having a technical difficulty there. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool, cool. I was was sitting here uh, zoned out. Like, I I was sitting here thinking about, uh, I was thinking about everything I said. (laughs) I started thinking about my past. (laughs) Okay, so I I hope you're okay with all that. I I know we talked about, you know, maybe talking about some of that. And and again, folks, this is, you know, this is Stephen's promise to you. This is unscripted. There are no boundaries. And uh, to the people who said I wouldn't get a word in edgewise, I I just shut them up. There you go. (laughs) But, Ah. uh, you know, yeah, reflect and and bask in all that beautifulness, the beautifulness of that story you just told. And like I said, every every little decision, every little turn that you made was you managing and manifesting what you are today, which is incredible. Last week, I left everybody hanging. I had some silly questions. We were just, you know, starting out, just trying to explore this format. But it was an interesting question. You thought it was interesting, and you wished I'd asked it at the top of the show. But I asked you (laughs) if you could be anywhere or go back anywhere in time to be participant in in something in history or in the past. Is there an event that stands out to you that you would like to have been at or been part of? Oh man, there's so many in like, I, cause instantly I come to mind and think of Christopher Columbus, not because he discovered America. Clearly we all know he didn't. Those other people here before that, but just to be on that journey or Socrates or Tesla, I feel like Tesla, like I don't really care about like way back in the Viking era, way back in the, you know, the Roman periods, but the minds of these people, Socrates, Columbus, and you know, Columbus was obviously a businessman, but he was still brilliant enough to map across the ocean by looking at the stars. Yeah. Um, again, Tesla, there's so many people 
that I would love to have just been been around, even just to be around in their era, you know, just to be around in that that time frame. I would man, it's still a trick question. I didn't even really think about this last week. And I knew <laughs> once you said that, I was like, dang, I forgot he was gonna ask this question. So in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, real quick, let me think, let me think. I would I would honestly have to say there there's I would have to say Tesla. Honestly, only because of the power of energy, the power of, you know, harnessing energy, uh, which obviously Thomas Edison did, but Tesla was way different. He was trying to create something that's never been done before. Edison stole it. We all get it. He was more of a businessman. Tesla was more of the, the uh, what is it, innovator behind it all. Experimental guy. Yep, yep. Yeah, he, he, yeah. And, you know, he wanted to, yeah, he was just, you know, to record dreams and to, to, do more with the electricity than just harness it and flip on a light switch. There was so much more that he wanted to do and he wanted to correlate space with it and real in-depth stuff that we just didn't have the technology to do, but he was still doing it. And that's crazy to me. So if he was alive now, he would, he would be above Elon Musk for sure. Like there's no way Elon Musk would even stand a chance if Tesla was still alive with his intelligence. So that's why I would have to say, I would have to say Tesla. 100%. Cool. I, and I mean, I mean, that's a great point of view too. Like, but Elon Musk would be nothing without what Tesla did or what Edison did or what so many others have done, right? Like, is there anything, are we doing anything new or really exciting at this point? I mean, if you were going to ask me the question, I, this isn't, this isn't my show, this is your show, but I mean, for me, it's kind of, kind of how you answered as well, not nearly as far back, but I would have liked to have lived during the era of the launching of the Titanic. I just, yeah. I just think that that era, the beginning of the industrial age was just such an exciting time or there was just so much mm-hmm. neat stuff happening. And I don't know if it's because we had the Jetsons on television and cartoons <laughs> and science fiction and GCI and, and stuff that, you know, uh, that sort of going to space kind of seems like, well, yeah, of course we're going to go to space or we have been to space and stuff like that. It's just like, what are, what are we doing right now that's really blowing us away? Yeah, Whereas back, well, in the really time, back at the time of Tesla, back at the time of Columbus, sailing around the world, even if he didn't discover it, sailing to the, and mapping the other side of the world, using the freaking stars. That's amazing. Look, look how we, we carry maps in our freaking phones now. We take it for granted, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. The, mm-hmm. the, the discoveries of Tesla, the, the turning on of a light bulb by Edison, the talking of a, on a phone by Alexander Graham Bell, uh, mm-hmm. it takes so much for granted now. Mm-hmm. But what are we doing that's really exciting? And, and that's it. Even I, though, sort of, I, I still kind of bring it back to you kind of exploring paranormal energy which is not yet fully understood or tapped into and uh cool yeah and yeah there's been a lot of people that have said i will change the paranormal and i have thus far but i will be the one to discover something more meaningful so many people have told me this and i and i have to agree with them now people like elon musk is if you really break it down he's not intelligent let's let over the scheme of all things He's worth $167.7 billion. He's paying intelligent people to do what he needs done. He owns the business, yeah. so he's paying the scientists. He's, you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's not smart, but he ain't no Tesla. You have that kind of right. money. You can pay the brilliant people to do the job that you need, and you're just the face of the company. And like you said, we really are not that intelligent. We, 
we believe we're intelligent because, oh, what do you mean we're not smart? We built cell phones. We built computers. We built GPS. Okay, cool, but it's made you lazy. It hasn't made you more intelligent. As a whole, there's a very small percentage of people that are intelligent building these things. Other than that, you're a consumer. The human race as a whole is not intelligent. We're ignorant. We're too ignorant because we pick up a phone. We don't know a word anymore. We don't need to because Google will tell us or spell check will correct it for us. We're ignorant as a whole. There's, there's, we are not improving society whatsoever. Our biggest focus is putting – building a uh, life on Mars, putting satellites in space. To do what? What is that doing? Oh, to prove that UFOs are real. What, what does that have to do with us? What does that have to do with the human race? Absolutely nothing. We're putting 5G towers up, which is proven to cause sickness. I still think it's fucking crazy that COVID-19 comes out the same time 5G towers come out, and nobody wants to consider this a thing. 4G towers are actually shutting down. A lot of people with 4G servers are having issues over here in America, and it's almost like they're forcing us to do 5G, but people don't care. You know why? Faster internet. Faster internet makes you more intelligent. Wrong. People don't know how to read anymore because they don't know what words mean. So they get frustrated and they're like, oh, I'm not going to read this anymore. I would rather just download the book in Audible and hear it Well, yeah, because you want to hear how you pronounce a word. But if you ever saw that word, you wouldn't even know how to pronounce it because you don't know what it looks like, let alone know what it means. So it just – it baffles me that Americans – not even Americans, the world. We are not the world. intelligent. The world. Yeah, we are not an intelligent species. It doesn't matter what country you are in as a whole. We are ignorant. We are dumb as fuck. And – that's just what it is. There's no more Steve Jobs. There's no more Teslas out there. There's no more even Martin Luther King, brilliant man. You know, he he caused peaceful riots. Not, I wouldn't even say a riot. He caused peaceful protest. Now yes. what do we have? We have riots marching for the Chaos. same cause. Yeah. Chaos How is that intelligence? Yes. That's not intelligence. Like there's nothing intelligent about we are backtracking because people become so accustomed to just getting a trophy just for signing up for something that they feel entitled. They need something because they want, want, want right now, now, now. And if they don't get it, they throw a fit about it. And that doesn't make Man, any sense. Just, Back then, they worked hard you, for it. And... Yep. You, you said exactly what I was thinking as you said that. It's the instant gratification. It's like I want, I want it, and I want it now. It's that, the, mm -hmm. that, uh, the chicken um, – Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, was it Veruca, Veruca Salt, the little kid? Daddy, I want it now. I want a new yeah. and I want it now. It's good. Like you, you work for what you get. Oh, I think I sent this to you sort of as a, as a meme. Like we have become, or society has become so freaking entitled that whether it's money or time or love or opportunity, you, you work for that. Yeah. And that's what is it. And most people are like, like this whole stimulus check thing, right? Oh, man, I'll, uh, we're getting one stimulus check, two, three, four. You, do you realize that people are actually saying, I think they should actually give us um, constant stimulus checks? You know what that's called? That's called getting a job and working and getting a constant mm. paycheck. That's your constant yeah. stimulus check. It blows my mind. But wait, if you don't get that, you're going to riot and go steal stuff to prove your point and then get mad and blame our government. That they're not helping you because you get – and I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about everybody as a whole. These are whites, Hispanics, yeah. Blacks, Asians. It don't matter yes. what color you are at that point. I'm not talking about yeah. a specific Black Lives Matter group. Yeah, they did a bunch of dumb shit that they shouldn't have done. However, there was more race mixed into that that were doing that. And 
it blows my mind that that's what they did. They did it because they weren't getting their way, and that's and that was not just Americans. That was a worldwide thing. So, and that was goes back to what you said. It's self gratification. Boohoo! We're not getting our way. We're millennials. We don't like it, and this is how we're going to handle it because yeah. kids are having kids. You know, you got thirteen year olds getting pregnant, fourteen year olds getting pregnant, and by the time 10 years later, you got 10 year olds running around, not knowing what to do. And you got the parents that's 23 that don't even know how to do anything. Cause they're just, they're trying to raise a 10 year old. They're it, it's, it's a mess. You got kids having kids and they're watching their parents go and loot shit and act childish and collecting government welfare money, which if you need it, that's great. But the majority of the world does not need it. You're just lazy. You don't want to work. And it blows my mind with the self gratification. So no, I, I think we are we are the stu- we are the stupidest generation I have ever been. The nineties people worked. We built things. We we were creative. Like you said, the Titanic, we don't do things like that anymore. We don't recreate things. We we that's what we do. We recreate. We build bigger. We don't build yes. better. We build bigger. And that, that look at the phones. Remember how they were like small little flip phones? All we're doing is making them bigger to where they're like tablets. Eventually, they're just going to be computers. We already have that. Like, just because it's bigger doesn't make it better. It doesn't. It nothing. It's yeah. not making any sense. Like the iPhone 11, it's the same as the 12. All it is is a different camera. You have one extra camera. There is nothing different about it. But people are like, I gotta have it. Why? Like the 13's about to come out. Why do you need it? Nothing is changing. It's just bigger, and not better. So, man, it's I. I just shake and try to convince this to everybody on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. They're like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're the stupid one because we are growing as America. Oh, how? How, how, how are you going to say that? Because I have enough oxygen to even tell me that because we're cutting down so many trees. So you tell me how we're intelligent. Because as soon as we well, lose all the trees, we, you can only have so much land to continue growing. We can't expand Earth. So you tell me. Because no, we keep having more exactly. people. But less trees. So you tell me how we're gonna have our wood. We're gonna put a bubble around us and breathe fake air. That's intelligence. Okay, if you all say so. Thank God I won't be alive well, for that. Well, exactly. And I mean, a couple things just to to put some buttons and some pins in what you talked about. I mean, great way to bring it full circle to your you know discussing your daughter off the top there. But kids, people, like we are carefully ta- our children are carefully taught through the things that they observe. Or a post that was happening in my family Facebook feed right now was a little three-year-old girl saying to mom, mom is, mom is fuck a, a bathroom word? <laughs> and, and her going, yeah, it is. Like, it's kind of like, okay, you're three. Like, how do you even know how to articulate that? And how can you put yeah. together? Because you've been carefully taught, because you've heard your parents say that word. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you just didn't pick that up. And this, you know, this kid is three years old. She should be reading nursery rhymes and, and jumping rope and learning to ride a bike and stuff. And she's going to mommy is, is fuck a bathroom word. It's like, sure is. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it's just funny. Um, but no, you're right. And uh, yeah, stuff's just getting bigger and faster. And, uh, you know, we've never talked about this, but I mean, look at how freaking hot it is these days. Like, like when are we going to grab onto like climate change is real. And we just keep building bigger, better shit to have a bigger, better life, but we're not going to have a planet to live it on uh, at some point. just It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, and they think moving to a new planet is going to change that. 
Like how? Yeah, that, exactly. So, it, so let's, it, it, let's let's explore. Never mind fixing this. Let's let's fuck up Mars. Let's, yeah, let's see which how is, long before we can screw that planet up. Yeah, which, which is then going to fuck up the whole solar system. Like, there's a reason why we don't go there. There's a reason why humans have never built there before. There's a reason why people back in the day couldn't create spaceships like we can now. They had the tools to do it then too, but there's a reason why the solar system works the way it works and why Earth is living because the planets are spaced out exactly how they should be. But let's go up there and add weight to a planet that's not used to having that type of weight on it, and let's see how well that messes up our, our gravitational pull, right? It, but let's not think like that. Let's not think about that. You are so inside my head because I'm exactly saying that is that prehistoric times before we were firing all sorts of things off our planet and into the air or burning up natural resources, our earth was spinning based on a particular weight at that given point in time, which I would imagine would be slower because it was heavier. Mm -hmm. So you would, you would spend more time on the cold side away from the sun. And I honestly wonder, I don't know if studies have ever been done on this, but how much, how much lighter, if you could put the earth on a scale, how much lighter is the earth now? And since it is lighter, is it not potentially possible that it is spinning faster? So it is spinning, it's just like a rotisserie chicken. It's like spending <laughs> more, time in front of the, in more time in front of the burner, less time in, on the cold side. And that's why we have warming. I don't know. That's my crazy theory. No, I mean, that, and, it, and, it, yeah. and it makes sense, though. But that makes more sense than what scientists would tell you. That's like a long story kind of short. And I feel like we as a whole, again, we believe the scientists because they have to know what they're talking about. The majority of them, all they have are theories to pull. They're not physically up there jumping into the sun and figuring it out. They're not physically jumping into all these planets and figuring it out. They're looking through a telescope and assuming based off a satellite picture, trying to put together all of these distances and math and doing whatnot is it's a theory, you know? So your theory which makes part, more sense than if you actually is, read this shit up. Is, part of it is amazing. I mean, it is amazing that they've recently flown a helicopter or a helicopter-like device on Mars. That's very cool. But until mm -hmm. recently, they also said that couldn't happen because the – the, the environment on Mars wouldn't allow that. Well, they just proved themselves wrong. But yeah, how many exactly. years did we believe? How many years did we believe that that was the actual God-given truth? Nope, nope, not going to happen. Not going to work that way. And and now here it is. Um, and it is amazing that somebody can navigate there. It is amazing that the phones that we do carry around have as much computing power as I think it was the you know one of the Apollo missions or one of the first missions to the moon and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and we just carry that in our hands now, whereas before that used mm -hmm. to be stacks and stacks of papers and room full of computers, and we're literally holding it in our hand. But it just somehow doesn't seem as amazing as Columbus finding America with the stars or Titanic leaving port in England, even though it, even though it sunk, just the, the sheer mammoth size. And I think the excitement of the prospect or the probability that people had at that time, right? Like the, it's just the sheer number of people that just wanted to be part of that voyage or the people that just came to the, the port, to the dock, just to watch this ship set sail. Um, 
We don't have anything exciting like that anymore. No, we really like you know what people show up for to wait for the new phone. They'll sit out there and wait wait days and days outside oh of an Apple God. store. That's, that's crazy. Is that or or is it, is Black Friday. Pathetic? Yeah, oh, it's so pathetic. Oh my god! Nobody waits for anything. It's just for dumb shit. Like I know. In, yeah, oh, man. And you, you are right. You are right. It is exciting. That cool. We go to space. Cool. We fly things. But how are we supposed to trust these scientists who ten years ago said this won't happen? But those same scientists are now saying, oh, it can happen. But wait, you so, just said it can't. Now it can. Yeah. It's cool. Or oh, we cool have to trust you. Yeah, like the Apple, the, the Apple phone is cool from October till October, and yeah, and, and that's yeah. it because there's oh there's there's going to be another one, and as you said, it's not going to be that revolutionarily different. It's just it's just going to be bigger or maybe faster or whatever. Uh, dude, you're awesome. Thanks for entertaining all that, and uh, I, I want to read something that you we were bantering back and forth, and I'm going to read something that you sent me that is just. I don't know. I think after I read it, I, I, I said, dude, I like, I love you because like nobody else in my world, at least, or very few people think like this. Um, but we were talking about being energy and mass and protons. And you wrote back, we are the spiritual realm we seek. We are the energy we create. We are the afterlife of every breath we take as it exits our past of a dying breed. We are the souls we seek as our past energy intertwines with our subconscious thoughts, creating consciousness, creating a wave of deja vu. We created this life we lived many energies ago. We're only reliving the very breath we were breathing all of those energies ago. It's only a matter of time before we collectively figure out the energy within is the same energy we put out, we chase, we feel, we become. The cycle of repetition and comfort is our very own energy. Silence, just exactly like I had it when I first <laughs> when I read that too. It is it's just like I like I just I I fell over with that. Like we're we're gonna post this. We'll post this somewhere, and uh, and people can read that more deeply. But but talk to me about that, and talk to me about that stream of consciousness because. Uh, uh, again, I think uh, I almost think the last line is one of the most important ones. The cycle of repetition and comfort is our very own energy. Yeah. So speak on just that. Maybe. I know when we were talking yesterday. I mean, of course, the con- the convo was heated. I was, I was, I was in it. And you said some things. You know, we were talking about the realm and ghost and whatnot. And I just start typing this out and. It makes sense, and it's it's something that normally I don't surround myself with people anymore. Like you're you're one of the ones that I do that allow my mind to get back to this level, and it's been a while since I have been that way. Because normally when I talk like this, people don't get it, or they're just like, oh, okay. And my mind just started thinking and taking and talking with it. So, but the last line, and for everybody who knows, I this is my words. Like I did create this. This is my right out of my mind. Nothing else, but. But yeah, the cycle well, that of repetition. My, that was my question. Just to tell her, that's how blown. I, I, sorry, I didn't mean that question to be disingenuous to you, and I don't mean this to be disingenuous to na- to be now. But you, I said something to you. I saw you typing and responding, and I, I thought, see, okay, he's he's saying something long here. And then I read this, 
And it's like that came out of you through your fingers, typed as a text in probably 60 seconds, 90 seconds. Like this just flew out of you. And uh, it was amazing. You know what? Let's, let's do this. Let's do it a different way. How do we break it down sentence by sentence? Um, first <laughs> sentence. We, right. we, are the spiritual, we are the spiritual realm we seek. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. We'll break, we'll break right off the top of my head that this is really going to get as deep as I can do it right off the top of my head, just like I did this. Okay. So you say, say that again. We are the spiritual realm we seek. And yeah, we are. So that will go into the paranormal aspect things or just energy. We are our own energy. We are seeking all of these answers, not realizing that within us are the answers to our own purity to our own way of understanding other forms of energy, of life, of, of understanding you, of understanding your neighbor, of understanding any relationship. We are that purity within us, and we are so busy not trying to understand, understand that realm within us that we're not understanding anything as a whole. And that kind of goes back to what we talked about. Everything is so fast and need right now, right now, right now. That mm-hmm. we literally are our own spiritual realm that we that we seek, and and that leads right into the next sentence, which is yeah, we are the energy we create. Exactly, and right there, that goes right off into what I meant by that. Like we are that. So if we're creating this form of energy where we just don't care to understand what we seek because we're too busy trying to worry about irrelevancy, then it's we're creating nonsense and we're getting more lost. We're losing ourselves and our own pure as we continue to so-called grow when we're not really growing. (laughs) And that, so those two sentences go together hand in hand like that. And when I typed those two sentences, all the stuff that I just explained went through my head. And I was like, how can I word this quickly with everything that I just now said in two sentences to make sense? but still not go into too much detail like I just did. So just for everybody to get a little piece of my mind on what actually goes through my head when I do type things, there's more to it than just that one-liner. There are a lot of details about that sentence. And it's it's almost like the law of attraction, right? We create what yes. it is that we seek. And if we seek negativity, we're going to get it. If we seek positivity, we're going to get it. And that's a real thing. So, and all that is, and if you, and, and, yeah, and, and I think along that lines, and I was going to bring that home to, again, what we've talked about a couple of times about you leveling up and away from the paranormal ghost hunters to how the paranormal, how our energy, how our vibrations can be if we dive into them and start to understand them. Because I think, as I said yesterday, maybe this is what it said that set you off yesterday. It's all there. It's all there inside us. We are just vibrating mm-hmm. bits of mass and energy, protons, neutrons held together. And, and I think what I was going to say about that was when you said we are the energy we create and you talked about the law of attraction, would you believe, do you side by the, the comments that if we are in an adverse situation or if we are seeing adversity in someone, that we are actually seeing a reflection of ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's what you're attracting. Like you go, you, you, so right now me and you connected, right? I see, which is why this flows. Your mind is exactly like mine. 
in the fact that I'm saying exactly what you're thinking, you say exactly what I'm thinking and, and we can flow like this. That's exactly it. Right. So if that's what you're asking and we attract exactly what we see in ourselves. That's why we have shitty people in our lives. That's why we have good people in our lives. That's why we have neutral people in our lives because a little bit of us every now and then we need that. We need those types of people in our lives for whatever reasoning, because that's part of who we are. And then you got that rare breed, that very rare breed that will only associate with extreme success because they've learned to one, shelter out all their emotions. And those are horrible people. Those are more negative people than anything. So because they're so isolated with who they are, that goes back to sentence one and two, they shelter their own questions and answers within their own energy. So they only focus on selfish reasonings as to why they keep those higher energies around them that are more intelligent than them to make themselves feel as if that's what they are. Absolutely. In order, yeah, uh, in order to make them yeah. feel better. Yeah. And you know what? There are so many, there are so many self-help leadership thought gurus out there. I admire a lot of them, but there, but there, you know, there's a lot of memes out there that sort of say, you are, I don't know what it is. You are a sum total of the three people that you surround your five people that you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. which I think can sort of be, I think can sort of be true, but I bring it back to saying, uh-uh, it's got nothing to do with who you surround yourself with. It's got to do with the energy you put out mm-hmm. and then maybe attracts those, then maybe attracts those people. But it, it yeah. starts, I, I think what you're saying is it, it, or what we want to acknowledge is that it starts from within. It does. And I've seen, I've seen that meme. I've seen the meme, like you are the five people you surround yourself with or whatever. And, and if you're the smartest one in the room, then it's time to get new friends or whatever the case may be. And I get that yeah. analogy. I get it. That's great and all like cool that somebody created that and wants to applaud themselves for creating that. But that's stupid. If I'm the smartest one in the room, I'm going to continue to be the smartest one in the room and I'm going to make sure I make everyone else become just as equally smart. I'm not going to go get new friends and leave them stupid. That's too selfish. Why would I do that? Cause then I'm just portraying that that's my energy, right? That's selfish energy. Why am I going to do that? That makes no sense to me. Well, so I'm just going to, I'm going to leave you four to be stupid. Okay, cool. I'm out. Well, I became that's smarter that's than that's you guys. I'm out. Yeah. That's a scientifically physically proven, uh, hypotheses that's been tested and proven is that the vibration of things will eventually all find a common, a common vibration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they talk about, you know, again, there's, there's scientific proof that I don't mean this to, to mess anybody up or gross anybody out or, or just, it's just reality. A number of women, their menstrual cycle will, will start to become on the same cycle after yeah. they spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that's, just, you know, because that's a thing that happens that, you know, is very tangible for 50% of our population. I, I think it has been ignored just how much our, our other energy can, can sort of come to that common level, common ground, and that we will start to vibrate. So there is some truth to those means that we will start to vibrate like either the highest or the lowest of those collective three or five mm-hmm. elements that you are surrounding yourself with your next sentence, your third sentence that there was, we are the afterlife. I love this one. We are the afterlife of every breath we take as it exits into our past of a dying breed. And yeah. So like the breath I'm 
taking right now no longer exists. It's, it's in the past and it will never be able to have that type of energy to allow me to breathe again. And that just pushes me further away from that breath, but yet it pushes me closer away to death and me taking my last breath. So what that pretty much means is, I mean, what it says, you know, we are the afterlife of every breath we take as it exits our past of a dying breed. And I'm reading it now as well, just because that was a longer one than the other ones I said. But that energy that we we breathe out, it still has a form of energy. And if I'm going to breathe hot air and I'm going to breathe negativity, I mean, you're leaving that in the past for somebody. And that breath will forever be in the afterlife. I mean, it's always going to be some it, energy doesn't die. And there's always molecules, there's always atoms, there's always all of that and every breath we that we're delivering so that that past breath is pretty much you leaving part of your mark as well on this earth a form of energy so it's i i when i said that there was so much that went through my mind and i remember erasing that sentence one time and i was like it needs to be shorter and that's what popped in my mind like you said i wrote that in what like 60 90 seconds so it wasn't wasn't long yeah and I wish I could remember the sentence that I wrote prior to that, but it just was too long. And then it makes sense to where that makes more sense and touches it as a whole. But yeah. That's- and I think, so maybe an analogy too is, you know, I think our breath is kind of like, I always say if we could, if we could move faster through space and time, you could catch a radio signal or a television signal that was broadcast years ago, decades ago, mm-hmm. and it would still be out there. But I think our breath is like that. Is that. I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Is that it is. Our breath, it's, it's, is, our breath is almost the equivalent of that electromagnetic signal. That, of that frequency. Of that frequency, exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Next sentence, we are the souls we seek as our past energy intertwines with our subconscious thoughts, creating consciousness, creating a wave of deja vu. So back back to, you know, we are the souls we seek, which is, you know, we're the spiritual realm we seek. We're just trying to find that energy within us, you know, who we are, because we've lost so much of not only who we are, but what our energy truly represents. And we're just so mean to one another for no reason. And man, we are. We are. And so deep within that once we once we find that spiritual we seek that you know the chakra the pineal land however you want to feel like that's the energy that you need to find and seek it pretty much it does intertwine with our subconscious thoughts creating consciousness and it almost goes back to what i talked about in the beginning where i you know my my upbringing where subconsciously i knew that i had to get to school i had to learn and my subconscious mind those thoughts were creating consciousness which were then allowing me to do these things that later on created deja vu that I was like, I knew that this needed to happen. And I still see job to the day. Matter of fact, being in Ohio, I was reaching in the cabinet one day and I, I know for a lot of people, deja vu, everything freezes for a second or you're like, Whoa, I've been here before I did. I have done this before. And that's your subconscious energy. You have been here before you've done this before. This isn't something new. Like your your level of energy has always been around. When you die, your energy. I'm not talking about reincarnation. I'm talking about your energy is just traveling within another form of life. 
you have done these things before, multiple, multiple, multiple times again, over and over, over and over again. That's where our subconscious mindlessness, which is then going to create a frequency of deja vu, where you're like, I've done this. I'm on the right path. This is it. This is where I need to be for whatever reasoning. I do not know it, but I would not be having this deja vu and my conscious mind would not recollect something that I don't even remember doing in this life, but I know that it's occurred before. And that means I'm on the right path. Whether I thought these thoughts thousands of years ago with this energy or whether I have this vessel now and these brain waves that are connecting to my pineal gland that are allowing me to speak that I speak and the things that I had to go through in order to be able to express how I'm expressing. Maybe now this is the time and this is what it is that I need to do, which again is my subconscious thoughts creating consciousness to be able to give me that deja vu to be like, hey, you need to be here. I'm going to remind you real quick that you are here for a purpose and I'm going to allow you to freeze time for a moment with deja vu to remind you that this is where you need to be at this exact moment. That is it. That's a brilliant way to sort of acknowledge uh, or put some definition to what a deja vu moment means. It's nothing more. It's almost like a little congenial tap on the shoulder from the universe mm-hmm. to say you are, you are where you are supposed to be. And it kind of, what you just said as well, kind of ties back into something we talked about earlier about like, we are all born. We all come out of the womb untaught with that energy ready to be tapped into. But then there are so many things around us, environmental things. And now social media and, and previously media and television and radio mm-hmm. That is clouding, I believe, I think you believe, clouding us tapping into that energy because we just sort of want everything to be easy. We don't really want to do the work. We just sort of want everything to flow. And, and, and don't believe, actually don't honestly believe that we have any power or control over things when we actually do. We do have a control over so, so, so many things. And I feel like if you can harness the, again, go back to everything that we're talking about with these quotes, with these lines that I said, you have so much more power you can just harness the energy and understand, you know, the spiritual realm we seek, you know, the energy we create, the breath that you're breathing does have power. Like, do you realize the breath we take, how much power that gives you to stay alive in order to give you more energy and more knowledge and more capability of becoming such a strong consciousness form? And people don't get that. They're just like, oh, I'm just here to be here. I'm just mold. I'm just mold on earth that was, you know, created from monkeys or created from a bacteria. And I just eventually, uh, what is it, uh, evolved into this. Like really, that that's your thought process. Like that's that's cool. Okay, that's, yeah. ignorant. that's cool. Whatever you say. Um, but yeah, man, we have so much more power than we give credit for. But a lot of people too, we get distracted by this box that we live in. You know, by looking at the computers, looking at the screens, we get showed. We we get told all in these commercials and in any commercial, TV, radio, this podcast, whatever, to buy this, do this, drive this, be here, spend money, spend money, spend money, and don't focus on what truly, really matters. And you get so distracted that, again, you lose power. You you think that money is power. Money is how you can buy certain things when really knowledge is really the new money and the new power. And if you have knowledge, you have more power 
than anybody with billions of dollars. I guess said billions of dollars like like Elon Musk. Hey, he he's got power for what take away all that money. What power does he have? What what is he yeah. gonna do? What can he yeah. do? What knowledge can he speak to do? Is he gonna put shit on the in Mars? No. Is he gonna put satellites in space? No. There's nothing you can do without that. And to be honest, that's not power. Putting satellites in space is not power. Um, money to me is not an issue. Like when it comes to, I, I've given away so much money in my life. It doesn't even matter because I don't believe that I can grow my own veggies. I can do things because I have knowledge. So therefore I do believe that I have more power and I'm more in tune with my consciousness and subconsciousness. And I'm just rambling right now about totally off topic, but um, yeah, I mean, we do, we have so much more power within us. And when you can find that realm and that energy within, and you can seek that and really truly hold on to it and harness it, Man, you could change people's lives. Like you could change your own life. You can change. You can change if you when you can change somebody from having a bad day in a bad mood, and you can turn their life around and make them think that they are actually worth smiling. You that wasn't your your outer layer did not do that. Your eyes winking or smiling or that did not do that. Your voice did that. Your tone did that. Your energy did that within you. You did that to another being. You literally changed somebody yeah. else's energy. That is insane power. That is the power we have, and yet so many people don't realize that. And that is is remarkably strong, stronger than billions of dollars. Sure, I'll give I'll, I'll give somebody billions of dollars, right? I'll give someone a million dollars. They go buy a brand new car, right? Oh, cool, you bought a brand new car. Oh, awesome, you're happy, right? But the old you is still sitting in that brand new car. So really, the old you is causing that car to be used because it doesn't change anything. You're going to be miserable in two more weeks. Like it's a Band-Aid and that's all we do. We slap Band-Aids on our emotions and we slap Band-Aids on our our energy and we just keep piling Band-Aids on top of things. We're not cleaning it out with peroxide. We're not stitching it up in order to clean the wound in order to find something more deeper and meaningful. So we lose power over over us and then we allow others to walk all over us because we lose self-power. We lose self-worth because we don't want to seek deep within. Most people don't even want to spend time alone. I mean, I spent so much time alone in my past that I cried myself to sleep. I've beat myself up over things. I found out who I truly was, but by me, I allowed others to beat me down, but it allowed me to grow and to find who I was to know how I can stand in the world. And so many people are fearful over just being alone. Oh, I don't want to be alone. I got to date somebody. I got to be this. I got to have friends. I got to go. Dude, when this COVID hit, do you know how many people got so depressed and want to kill themselves? And that is pathetic. Not the fact that people killed themselves and got wanted to kill themselves or got depressed. The fact that they were so terrified of being alone because they were mm-hmm. afraid to have to find out who they were because they realized that they are nobody. They were nothing. They were nothing. And that's, they, they believe they believe their resonance in the world is incumbent upon somebody else or exactly doing other exactly. things or having other things and and you on the other hand or yeah um, a lot of us I, wow it's crazy that a lot of us function because of distraction they cannot like yeah. you perhaps to some degree like me cannot use your pain our pain as a way to gain. We are so afraid of trusting our energy, trusting our instinct, Mm -hmm. trusting our gut to heal ourselves or to guide ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
because I think yeah. we've been taught not to believe that. Would you believe that as well? Like, you know, yeah, we're and, and is, you know, how people sort of knock down the paranormal world. It's, oh, that's just hooey. No, you need to do this by the book, by the, by what mm-hmm. somebody wrote, by what the scientists say. And people mm-hmm. want to rely on that or they want to rely on a meme or they ask 50 people what they should do before they rely on what they feel they want to do themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I think I, I, I look forward to when we can bring some small experiments to the table that people can try um, to sort of do this. One that I would even challenge that some, a friend of mine who first introduced me to my own consciousness of energy and that sort of thing too is, and I posted a, a, a meme about this recently too. Um, and this sounds kind of, kind of wishy-washy, but I can tell a lot about a person, how they treat wait staff, how they treat a dog and how they treat a clerk in a store. And I now make it my mission uh, it's now second nature and I'll, I'll have somebody with me who's not accustomed to this, but then they walk away and they always make a very interesting observational comment about this, but I'll be checking out at the store and there'll be a checkout clerk there who, you know, they're used to somebody saying, no, the bread is three ninety nine. It's not five ninety nine. or no, don't put that in that bag, put it in this bag. I asked them, how's your day? You just start, you just finish. You do for break soon and take some interest in them. Mm-hmm. And, it be, and it becomes this crazy, energizing, dynamic discussion. And you see a smile come across a face, which you've been watching that face as you stand there in line with, its, with his or her dead eyes, doing another shift, dragging stuff across the scanner, putting it in the bag, and you make their day by connecting with them. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. No, I would just, I would just challenge people to try that little tiny experiment is just, and it's, it's a simple, simple question. How's your shift going? You almost mm-hmm. done? It's not, I'm not asking you on a date. It's just like you, you do for breaks in, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, how's it going? It's just busy day, slow day. Take interest in them. Yep. We don't know how to do that anymore. Anyway, we sorry. Don't. Got your way no, off track no. there. No, you're right. We don't. And it's because people nowadays want to, they only want to listen to reply because people are selfish. Everybody wants to talk about themselves. Everybody wants to feel like their opinion matters, their facts matter, and they're, you know, they're communicative narcissists and they'll only listen to reply. They don't care what the other person, they don't care about the true intent of another being to really be like what you said. How are you today? How was your day? That will put a smile on someone's face because they get to express their energy and their emotions that they've been bottling up. And most people just don't care. So if you just show that little bit, yeah, they'll smile. That will make their whole entire day, their whole entire day, like you said. And if and you actually your listen, day. yeah, it, it does. It, it does. And, and if you listen to not just reply, but you listen with more questions based off what their answer was, it's going to show that you were paying attention. And most people don't pay attention to other people. Again, and, and that's a fact. That is a fact. There's so many times that we do this show or I've done this show. I know me and you've just done a couple, but I've done this show and got messages based off what I said. And I'm like, but did you hear the whole concept? You picked one sentence, only listening to reply. And if you actually listen to the whole thing, you wouldn't have said what you said. You know, and so, no, that's a very true thing. It's a very true, very true statement that you said. 
your 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 next sentence that you said there, I think you might have you might have touched on this back a, a while ago. But we created this life we lived many energies ago. Yeah, and yeah, that pretty much goes back to the deja vu thing where we talked about yeah. um, the energy escaping. We've been around. We've been around for so long. Like it's people think yeah, in this vessel we haven't been. Again, I'm not talking about reincarnation talking about energy does not die and when you die your vessel falls your energy does go somewhere whether it makes around the world a million times nobody knows like i have an answer for you on that one however deja vu is a very real thing and we have all experienced it we have all experienced time literally freezing knowing that you have been there before but not i clearly have not been i clearly have never been in this apartment building opening up a cabinet I know I haven't because I never lived in Ohio in this vessel. I know that for a fact. So why did everything seem oh so familiar? It's because your energy is and has been around for so long. There was another part of me that has opened that. Why do you connect with other people's energy so well? Because you probably were friends with them back in the 1500s. You know, why do people become best friends and they just click so well? It's it, There's so many unresolved uh I want to say questions more than more than answers, but even then the answer is like nobody wants to really seek them. And this goes again, like we talked about far beyond the paranormal realm of things. Far be well, I wouldn't say paranormal. I would say ghost things because paranormal is unexplained. So, man, this just it's, again, it just taps into the energy that we are and who we are, and people need to start learning that more. You, you exactly, and exactly what you said too. Yeah, whether whether you and I were connected in the 1500s or maybe I was your dog or maybe I was some sort of implement that helped you do your job that you cherished or admired. Again, it doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily have to mean that you were another exactly identical vessel at time. You could have been something else. Does that make sense to you too? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, like I said, you could have been a dog, could have been anything. It, it, anything and everything has even as silly as this is going to sound, you could have been a favorite pen of somebody's, you know, you could have been exactly. a favorite exactly. word that's, of that's somebody's. You could, you, yeah, you could have been a favorite hat. pen. You could, you could have been the house that gave me shelter and protected me from something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yep. exactly. Which exactly. Is, exa- uh, exactly. That's your point right there. Like, you could have been the house. You could have been the energy of that house that is no longer around because it got torn down. That's why you feel so comforted and at home with people because you very well could have been that house. You know, you could have been that shelter. And why people find that in other people, they find a home in somebody else. They don't find just where they're living as their home. They literally need to be with their significant other because that is their home. doesn't matter where they live. So that's a good point. How you said that, that very well could be the case. You could be an object or you could have been an object that has energy that is now attracting in human form. And you're like, wow, you, you, I I could have been, you, you could have been a sword. I wielded that saved my life from somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, in, it's incredible when you think that, mm-hmm. which, re, which goes into your next sense is we are only reliving the very breath we were breathing all of those energies ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's exactly into that. Like that just, that's all we are. We're, we're in our path because just in a different vessel, like you said, could have been a sword, could have been a house, could have been any of that. It's just we're reliving. This energy is reliving in another realm, in another time period, in another whatever it may be, just in a new vessel. I mean, you have to. If, exactly. if we were humans, so get this: if we were humans, every single time, right, reincarnation, 
And our energy is so old. The vessel we live in is this. If our energy is so old and all we've ever been is humans and just keep being born and keep being born, that we would know how to walk the second we got out of birth. Because right. it's we've been around forever. Yeah, we would we would have been around forever, ever, ever, ever. So do I believe that people are reincarnated as humans every single time? No. I do believe you are an object. You are certain things, like you said. And that is that's where that that comes from. What we're only reliving the very what which one was it? Oh, we're only reliving, oh, yeah, we're only the, very reliving the very we were breathing breath. all those energies ago. And that's it. Yeah, we're just reliving that. It's just in a different time period but, and a different time frame. And to understand how we leave our mark on not only the world, but other people, how we leave other people feeling is definitely your, that's your, that's your trademark, you know, that's your which, business yeah. card, how you leave people feeling. Which is a consciousness I think you and I both have as well, is that we, it's easy for, everybody, most everybody, to believe that a living, breathing thing that moves in front of us, that walks and talks or, or barks or meows or chirps like a bird, that those things have energy. But the pen that you hold has energy. Mm-hmm. The, the, the house that you live in has energy. And that's why you can, you know, and you're proof of that. That's why you go back to these particular locations because they harness a certain energy. energy. And yep. that's what you're trying to tap into. And I just, we just need, we just need to explore this. And that gets right into your next sentence. And uh, it's only a matter of time before we collectively figure out the energy within us is the same energy we put out, we chase, we feel, we become. Yep. And it is, it's only a matter of time. And so all of this, after broken down, it makes sense. Like after I broke it down, all I'm doing is just re-going back to what I just said to the last time, because it's all a story being told. And it is only a a matter of time before we collectively figure all of this out. It's just a matter of when. And I feel like I'm getting closer to it. Maybe I was thousands of years ago with my energy, but but I doubt it because, you know, Technology is going obviously than the 500. Do I think it's harder? Absolutely. Do I think it's easier for people like me who want to know what these energies? Yes, because now I know how frequency works. Back in the 1500s, it was energy. We didn't know about it. But that is. So now I'm capable of learning and we're chasing that. We're chasing that. We're chasing that. And you're going to get exactly what you want. Exactly what you want which will go back to 13 years ago when I signed over my rights and I knew exactly what I wanted was for her to see the dad that she deserved. I knew seven years ago, eight years ago when I started the paranormal, I knew what I wanted and I got it. Two magazine covers later, multiple podcasts, thousands of interviews, walked the runway in New York City, part of Miami Swim Week, everything changed because I put that energy out there. Now, did I consciously know that it would get me to where I am now? No. But subconsciously, I did, and my energy knew that. And now it's conscious, consciously opening up to where I'm realizing that. So a lot of people do, which is what we talked about a little bit before, if people just when we talk about isolating ourselves, if you just trust the process of your own body and not be afraid to trust it because you want to be distracted by something else or I don't want to be alone. I went to a breakup. I need to go out. I need to get this. I need to buy something. You're being distracted. If you just truly under, you're going to get a lot further and you're going to collectively figure out so 
much more not only go in order to change others, in order to change things, in order to change situations, and in order to be a better person as a whole. But people fear that. But collectively, I believe that that's, that's it. And that cycles right into your, your last sentence. And, and this is where we started. We've sort of gone full circle now. But the cycle mm-hmm. of repetition and comfort is our very own energy. Yeah, like you said, we just went in full circle. And that's it. The cycle. The cycle of repetition and it's comfort. So say it's comfort to not want to spend time alone. You're going to find comfort in what you feel is more comfortable. If you're used to abuse, you're going to stay in abuse. If you're used to piece of the shit friends, you're going to stay with piece of the shit friends. If you put the energy out there, that is, you know, you could change your form of energy. I quit, I quit drinking and doing drugs all on my own, right? I put that energy out there within. Now my cycle of repetition of comfort is success, is growing, is learning. I changed the routine in my bloodline. Literally, my grandma, my grandpa, their parents, my mom, they all drank heavily. I cut that bloodline off. That's it. I changed the psych repetition because I decided to change what's comfortable doing within my own energy. And now I found that that comfort lies within growing and learn, understanding and glowing up and blowing up and being a better person to be better for others. And that right there, all on its own, is me understanding exactly my own energy. Now, do your I own, have do your I, own energy? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have down days where I've called people horrible names? Yeah. I went off on somebody just today and called them some horrible names. And yesterday, like, you know that, you know, I, I called her yep. some bad shit and I'm not even going to say the names that I called her on here, but I think people like that also have a coming. Like don't sit there and play head games with people and expect them to just because my energy is in tune. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to, that I'm not going to harness that energy to the, to the left and go right off on you and just blow up and then harness it back again. You know, don't well, people and, need and to you, understand that. It, yeah, absolutely. And, and <laughs> to be honest, when you, when you explode energy, like you, like you needed a couple down days in the last week or so as well. Uh, you, you weren't off the map. You, you just, you, you weren't yourself. Um, but we all have to recharge. All these energy sources need to uh, energy needs to replenish. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for yeah. lack of better for, for lack of better words, it, it can't be. Uh, it, uh, how do how do I want to say this? Maybe you can tap into it too. It, the energy it, it is infinitely there. Um, it's going to drain like a battery. But it like adds, a cell phone it, battery. It, if it, you don't, it, 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 it ebbs and it flows. I guess that's what I want to say. Yeah. Like it can be like you are on high vibration frequency all the time, but, uh, and then you took your downtime and you came back on fire, man. That's why, that's how I started off this show is like, we are going to stir the pot and uh, the tea is hot today because, uh, you know, we were both on fire about some stuff, but every day, is, every day is not like that. No. If we would have went live yesterday, oh. <laughs> That would have, yeah. we, we would be invited to leave the network. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, um, yeah. No, you guys need to go. Huh. Okay. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, but, yes, recharging that, your energy. And... Yeah. Every, everybody's got to recharge. But I think the point that we're trying to make, and I think you can, uh, you know, can button it up on this, is uh, 
we are energy. You know, I, I'm excited for when we can post this and have people sort of read along and listen to, to what we just talked about and sort of read it all as one because it's uh, it was a real moving statement when I read it yesterday. I was gobsmacked. As I said, I had to say, like, did you write this? And uh, it's it's pretty phenomenal. I'm glad. To, thank you for breaking it down that way. I know we didn't really talk about doing it that way, but I think even for me, just as we did, it was much more enlightening and made a lot more sense. And I can just see the cohesiveness of it all uh, even more today as we uh, as we break through it. Um, Want to change gears a little bit? Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some yeah. other stuff. You good? Yeah, um, I, I do right, want to say so, something real quick. Like that, as random as it was that you asked me that, I want people to know that that just shows that I, because a lot of people, and again, I'm not going to try to talk about myself. We're going to get right into what you said, but I, I just want to kind of cross off the list where people just think I'm arrogant, cocky, and this and this. The fact that I did write that yesterday, it's not me just being saying stuff for the attention aspect because as you know you just randomly asked me questions to break each one down and i didn't hesitate to sit here and be like uh let me think about it like it instantly comes to mind because that is the knowledge that i have and i and i I do want people to understand that it's not just a facade it's not just a front it's not just me sitting here like making a facebook update or an instagram update and having time to think about these things like as you know that was a legit 60 to 90 second message to you and the fact that i broke it down each sentence without even knowing like you said this was completely i didn't know you were going to ask me to do that and i think it was amazing that you did so therefore i could even kind of understand it myself as to okay cool like let me rethink of why i did say that and it opened up my mind and i hope it gave you and others insight as to why that sentence said it and it does backtrack they all make sense like the first sentence is great the second sentence matches the first one the third one matched the second and first and the fourth match that and they're in the Exactly. And that's, and that's doing that today. It was like, and they're even in the right order and they mm-hmm. flow from yeah. one to the other. And, and, and that is because, as you just said, you, you write, you know, eight to 12 to 14 words as a sentence, but there are hundreds of thoughts organically behind each one of those sentences. And that's why it was brilliant and, and very gracious of you. Thank you to follow my lead and, uh, and, have the faith in me to you know lead that questioning and have you break it down because yeah thank you uh, as again as I say it was it was very enlightening. Um, do you have any pets, or have you ever I, had any pets? You strike me as the guy that would have wouldn't just have an iguana. You'd have like a Kyoto dragon on a on a leash. Man, <laughs> yeah, you walk around, walk. walking around this huge Komodo dinosaur. Uh, I don't have any pets. I, I, I really just don't have the time for them. I do love dogs. My, my biggest thing is honestly why I don't want one. It's not, I would make the time for one. I do not, I am terrified of, I would, I would be heartbroken. It would kill me to have to watch it die. I, I don't want to lose it. And I'm not trying to have a dog for 15 years and have to put it down. I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I go during break. I could date somebody for two weeks and it will hit me too hard. So, because if I date you, I'm, I'm, I'm all in and it doesn't matter if it's a week or two weeks. It's because I built up that likableness. I'm not just trying to have sex with, you You know, so in a, with a dog relationship, they're better than humans. And everybody knows that they're always happy to see you. They're never depressed. I mean, they can be depressed, but you get what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I'm not trying to lose that animal. I'll lose, I'd lose my shit. I know I would. So I'm not trying to have that emotion. 
been, I don't been do there, it. done that. I, I, yeah. I'm on, I'm on my second, do- I'm on my second dog and, and he's nine. And, uh, you know, so he's coming in on, you know, most dogs have 10 to 15 years and it's like, Oh man, yeah. I can't even think about it. I cannot even think about it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's scary. But, but it's like honestly, it mentally will do a lot of damage to you. It's, it's, Oh, I mean, you're losing God. And that's just, I mean, that's 10 years. Imagine the last 15, that's 15 years of your life. So many memories that, uh, from a little baby, I don't know. I just, I can't do it. Like I just can't, I can't. Can't do it. I, no, I don't have yeah, any pets, and that's no. that's how it will stay. And uh, unless I probably get married, like when, well, when I get married one day, I, I will get married, and I'll probably get a pet then because if something ha- happens to the pet and dies, I'll have someone to hold. Now, right. if they both die, I'll just kill myself because <laughs> then I have no one. So I, I would just. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, cool question. Thanks for answering. Uh, but you know, really, I see you as a you know Kyoto dragon guy. You know, walking yeah, around on the big oh, leash. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if if I could have a pet though, it would probably definitely be man. Those things are those things are crazy. That would be cool to have. I would probably have like a spider monkey or something like a cool monkey, okay. not like a crazy okay. orangutan thing, but like a cool monkey. I think yeah. it'd be cool. Yeah. Or no, that would be really cool. One of one of uh, the owner actually of IFM Nation and the Roku thing and everything. She owns two. What is she, what is she, sugar gliders? And she would send me videos no all way. the time of them jumping and yeah, and they're they're so cute. I mean, she feeds them shrimp and steak. She feeds them human better food than most humans eat. But these oh, things are so cool. And she sends me videos. They just fly and they they miss their landing all the time. She says, and we'll just like face plant right on her. <laughs> So you say about uh, feeding feeding them better than that. So I, I want to if I can come back, I want to come back as my dog. I want to I want to come back as a dog that belongs to a gay guy. <laughs> because like, oh what that's five hundred dollars. Okay, my dog will get that. Oh my dog needs that. Okay, sure, right away. Best diet, best food, best dog walker, best place to collect anything for my dog. Um, speaking of animals, do you do you and spirit and paranormal? Do you identify with a spirit animal? No, somebody, no, uh, it's people, people, when was it? Maybe three years ago and I was dating this girl and she said she believed in this and wanted, I can't remember what it's called. It was like a past life regression or where you lay down and meditate or something. I don't know, but yep. you see your yep. spirit animal and your spirit animal will yep. eat you, right? Like if you run across a bunny and do nothing, you see a dolphin and a dolphin eats you. That's your spirit animal. I have no idea what, what kind of Indian tribe this comes from, but I it is it is a it is a it is a part of shamanism it's a thing, and, right? and and all that. yeah yeah it is a thing that's a real thing and the and the animal eats you right like when you when you get in this meditative state is that true yes yeah it's crazy so I don't yeah, know or you've done or, it or 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 attacks you um I have done it I thought it was an interesting experience again because um. Just, well, this kind of this kind of leads into my next question as well. But my next question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say my next question, but I'm gonna put a button in it before you answer it. Was are you a spa guy? You being a my, spa guy have to do with what kind of past life animal that you were? Uh, dude, let me let me bring it back. Okay. <laughs> you, you you asked me, you asked me if I'd ever done this sort of the, the the experience with a shaman, and yes, you lie down next to the shaman. And they, and again, it's, it's an exchange of energy and vibration and healing touch. And that's where I was going to get into the spa thing, like, like massage and wellness, not just for, not for any erotic purposes, but for the healing benefits of touch. 
not just the actual movement of hands across muscles, but I believe there is an energy exchange that happens there. If you're into, if, if anybody is into Reiki or anything like that as well, which is not necessarily touch, but is bringing yourself within the energy field of someone else to affect their energy. Um, mm-hmm. So are, are you a spa guy? Do you go, like, do you go for massages? I know you do facials. I, I, I love facials. Yeah. But so did you, did you say what your spirit animal was? Um, uh, now apparently it can change at the time. I was probably based off energy, right? Based off how, what's going on in your life. Yeah, exactly. Apparently it can change at the time. I was a Panther. I don't know. Okay. Like a Florida Panther. And that's that's kind of how I left the experience as well. Like I said, it was a very, and I remember crying during the experience as well. But I, I did hear about I that. I did hear you cry. I, I, I do think it was more to do with just the energy exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure if I'm a panther. I don't know. That, did, I, that just <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and then we did tarot cards after and all that sort of stuff. But uh, okay. um, but no, I, th- I think there is, I, I do think, heck, even human, <laughs> I I jokingly would say to people during this COVID lockdown, I was like, no, I go to see my dental hygienist so I can be touched. <laughs> because you're not, we weren't, sh- we weren't shaking hands. We weren't, yeah. we weren't having our hair cut. We weren't having mm-hmm. somebody wash your hair when you go to the barber, mm-hmm. you know, again, not sexual erotic touch or anything like that, but it was just like, um, you know, yeah, I do think so. That was my. That's why I wanted to ask if you were a spa guy, idiot. <laughs> so just, I, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't been to uh, the spa in a while. I, I would. I love them. I've got, I've gotten the pedicures, manicures, getting a massage. I've had that. I, oh, I love it. I need to do one again. Massage Envy was really good. I did it in Miami. Um, it's really great. I do love doing facials. I've only, I've never done at a spa though. I've never done a. I've never gotten a facial at a spa, but I I do it myself. I did do one. There was this there was this millionaire woman, right? She was like fifty something years old, and I swear I was just like her. What is it called? Like her her arm candy. She's going through a divorce in a small town in where I her sugar um, have a house. And, yeah, her sugar. Yeah, her yo, Yeah, she was my sugar mama, and I was her sugar baby. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she legit. She paid for everything. She's a millionaire, you know. And she's like, just come with me. I'm getting a divorce. Uh, never had sex. Never did anything. You know. She just wasn't about it. She just wanted. Someone hot, I guess, to be your arm candy. We would go to thousand dollar stuff. Yeah, we'd do these thousand dollar hotels on the beach, travel here, travel there, and she paid uh, fifteen hundred dollars for both of us to do this um, a couple's massage thing. And we we sat in the hot tub, we drank, you know, the mimosas, we did the steam rocks and all that fun stuff. That was the first time I did anything that to that magnitude. It felt good. I wouldn't pay the seven hundred and fifty to do it again because. It just wasn't that great, and I felt, like, weird the whole time. But I definitely would love – I definitely love, like, the manicures, the pedicures, and a massage at Massage Envy. I would do that all day, every day. I would do that once a week for sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, and I love that you're a guy that does that and can be in touch with taking care of your skin and, and looking good because obviously yeah. obviously it has benefits. I mean, look at you. Like I Exactly. Like, look at look me. At you. You're right. Look at me. Everybody, look at me. Go somewhere and look at me. You can't look at me now, but look at me. But no, it does work. It really works. And and I uh, the bottom like the bottom of my feet completely soft. You know, I don't have anything crazy. My hands soft for really? what I do. Yeah, every yeah. And 
um, as much as I work out, as much as I do things, you know, my skin, I, I like to think that my skin is taken care of. You don't really have any too many wrinkles around the eyes. I don't have any laugh lines and I don't, and I feel like a lot of facials, you know, they help with that. But, you know, most men, as you know, straight men anyways, they are, they're like, oh, that's too girly. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Then, then don't, but don't bitch about how you look because straight men bitch about how they look. People bitch how they look. It doesn't matter if you're gay, lesbian, straight, male, straight, female, white, black, doesn't matter. You, people want to look good and, but they don't want to do what it takes to look good because most straight people think that that's women don't women will do whatever doesn't matter what they are but straight men will typically think oh that's 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 gay oh that's stupid i'm not going to do that that's i know yeah right and that's so that, that's fucking retarded like okay that's how is that gay <laughs> because you don't want to put a mask what? on your face to look better that's gay i'm pretty sure being gay means you're going to suck a dick and take one in the ass by another dude but okay whatever <laughs> exactly, but but you know, putting putting a putting a, a mask on my face to to look better is not uh, is is not gay. I guess, and I guess I come from that. So I'm 57, and I get that a lot. That, that people are always like, "Dude, you look like 10 years younger than you." And I I I modeled when I was in my teens and my 20s, and we learned how to take care of our skin and our faces better. Yeah. And yeah. and and we just we just did. I drink a ton of water. I don't drink a lot. Um, I, I like I'll drink, but I don't drink a lot. So don't ask me, dude. What do you do to look so good? And how do you look so good? And then, and then be all fucked up about what I tell you I do, and and call yeah. my my product and my regimen and what I do gay or you know, <laughs> well I can't do that. But, you know, and then and then look at man. I, <laughs> some people might be listening, but honestly, I look at I look at some of the people that I went to high school with, and it's like, yeah, they look like grandpas. And, oh, and grandmas. Like, so, oh my God, man, when I went to high school, like all these pretty people, the guys, the girls, you know, the good looking people. And I was, I was like 98 pounds. Uh, I, I look like an idiot, right? Pimples all over my face. I was a joke. And, but my upbringing was shitty. So I didn't really have all this fancy stuff they had. Anyways, now let's, let's, let's go back four years. These people were the girls were hitting me up. Oh my God, I'm going to go on a date with you. Oh, I thought you were so cute in high school. Uh, no, you didn't shut up. You just did it. Like, don't lie to me because now you look like shit. Like what happened to you? And look at the dudes. Like, don't think they look disgusting, like disgusting. Like what the, what did you do to yourself? How did exactly. you do? What did you, what did yeah, what you didn't do? Exactly. You do? <laughs> There's, it's exactly. so embarrassing. Like I cannot wait to go. To, I, I got kicked out of the high school reunion. The last high school reunion we went through there. They told me I can't go. Like, like, right, that, that's you know that's what I told him, and that's when they kicked me out. <laughs> I was like, apparently, if you don't want me to go, it's because I'm better than all y'all now. So whatever. I was once they once they started giving me, I became a dick. But yeah, man, no, no joke. So I can't wait. I can't wait for the next one because I'm gonna figure it out. Someone's gonna tell me about it. And I'm gonna go. <laughs> but you're go, right. Like go, it's go. crazy, right? Like the it's no. We'll go. We'll go together. We'll do a podcast there. We'll set up. That would be we'll, we'll interview them all. But, we'll interview them all and be like, "What yeah. the fuck happened to you? Like you were you were the so shit in high school. What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> so you were most likely to do this. What happened to that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I I love I love that you're a spa guy. I love that you're in touch with that. And and no, it's true. I uh, and I don't mean what I said arrogantly either. It's, it's you know like I'll, I'll see these guys and I'm like, "Wow, you look really good." And it's called, mm-hmm. I took care mm-hmm. of myself. 
it, 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 that's all it is. I'm not saying I'm yeah. better or worse. It's just like I, I choices, like you said before, like we talked about everything else. I, I made mm-hmm. different choices and I win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Steven wins. Kevin wins. It's all good. Uh, dudes, get over it. You can be <laughs> spa guys and take care of yourselves. You're going to look, you're going to look like fucking Steven. You're going to look amazing. Uh, you go around chasing ghosts. What's your biggest fear? What, what's, what's your biggest oh, fear? Oh, man, my big, man my, my biggest fear is whales. That's, that's a real thing, whales. I'm, what? I, won't, I don't like them. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't mind. I don't mind. The, yeah. I, <laughs> so I can't talk to you. I, what is your Yeah, I, that's creepy. You had trouble watching Finding Dory or whatever? No, but she, <laughs> Finding Dory. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like when she did that, that whale talk and you see the shadow way in the back of the whale, it did give me anxiety. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not watching this whale swim. They're so scared. They're so big, one. They're so... They li- okay, so the ones at SeaWorld, whatever, I can see the water. They're they're clean animals, right? Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, ones yeah. in the deep, dark ocean that you can't even see your own hand in front of and these creepy whales that are moving so slow, they have barnacles growing on them. You're moving yeah. so slow that you have mold, barnacles, and seashells growing on you. That is terrifying. <laughs> I had no idea why it's that's true. so scary to me. It's, it's, it's weird. It's yeah, true. it's weird. And, and, and imagine jumping out into the ocean. You can't see your own hand in front of you. And then, all, okay, so I'm getting anxiety thinking about it. I saw this one picture online where it said creepy pictures, selfies taken underwater. This dude took a picture of himself and behind him. He didn't know. He's, he, he got in the boat. He developed it. There was a huge whale eye directly behind him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. anxiety thinking about that. That is terrifying. That oh my god that's so scary so then, and then, okay cool so then so then likewise are you scared of sharks so you would never go diving no, or scuba diving awesome. or anything like that yeah no, i'll go diving i'll go diving in the keys where i can see everything and i know what's coming my way because i could see it right. coming sharks, i'll jump in the thing with sharks i'm not worried about sharks i don't i know whales aren't going to kill me right they're just creepy and they're they're Sharks don't move slow and creepy things move slow. When you're getting chased in a scary movie, it's that creepy yes. person that's slow and like, okay, that's terrifying. Oh my God, you're totally right. Right. Totally and so, yeah. Bring it, bring it home to par- totally different energy. You're right. And it is creepy. And maybe if right. I seen a whale in the keys in clear water, but you won't do that because they don't, they're not that close to the, to the ocean. They're deep in the, oh, so creepy. Not doing it. I saw a video a long gotcha. time ago. This one made me terrified of him, right? I didn't even know what it was on. This this whale. I know the whale was just playing with this diver. However, it was creepy in the dark ocean. The whale grabbed this female diver by the leg and drug her down. That gave me so much anxiety that I, I, I had to see what happened next. And the whale brought her back up. But that's not the point. The whale was just playing. But Oh my God, that put a huge fear of whales into me so much that they're dangerous. They're, you ever seen them jump out whales. of water, almost hit a boat? Like imagine if you're just in the water oh, yeah. having a chill yes. and it just slams on your boat, like Moby Dick or something. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, no. What are you no, afraid I, of? I, 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 what am I afraid of? I, I yeah. really can't do spiders. I can't do spiders. I, I, I was going to say spiders. You look like a spider kind of guy. I mean, yeah, you look like yeah. a spider kind of guy. Yeah, no, the man must kill the man must kill the beast. Uh, you know, <laughs> just like yeah. I, I could I I I hesitate to uh 
there's part of me that would love to go to Australia. There's part of me that doesn't want to go to Australia because that is Satan's set pet shop. That's, that is like where all the creepy buggy things seem to live mm-hmm. on earth and, and in the water. And I just, I don't know, there's just something about going to Australia that is like totally appealing because I, I studied with a lot of Australians in LA and um, I, I love them as people. I have some Australian friends. My coach is Australian. My, my, Hmm. Personal uh, workout coaches, Australian, love Australian people. Don't want to go to your country. <laughs> Don't want to see your creepy crawlers. Just, just do not want to go there. It's just, it's just driving me nuts. That was well. Thanks for, thanks for answering those questions. That was my sort of. They have the ice change, change the mood questions. But, sorry, go ahead. They have, they have these spiders in Ocala in Florida when I would go hunting a lot, and they're tree spiders, like banana spiders, big old spiders, right? And I remember coming back from hunting and, you know, I'm in my camo, whatever, and the huge banana spider on my back I had no idea. That freaked me out because some spiders are just creepy. Like these things are creepy. Look, you can look it up. A huge banana spider in the woods in Ocala National Forest. Terrifying. I'll look it up. Oh, and put a picture when you make this into a video. Put a, put a picture and. We'll see. We'll see what they look like. That's how I do. Yeah, this. Yeah, this is what it is. This thing was. This thing was huge, and they get. See, there's. I just googled it myself, right? And I'm looking, and I hit images, and there's a picture of it on this dude's hand. Just there's another one eating a bird. Like I'm not. There's another one bigger than this dude's face. They're they're terrifying, and I'm sure they don't eat anybody because they're banana spiders. They probably eat bananas. I don't know. Oh, those are creepy. So I can understand the fear for spiders. Yeah, I think I, I I I can see your fear of whales. I mean, I was I'm I was blown away by that. I didn't know what to expect, but I never would have expected you to say whales. But I have been whale watching uh, <laughs> down in Puerto Vallarta, off the coast of Mexico, and uh, um, have seen whales breach. And you're right; they are sort of creepy with their barnacles and everything. And then you find out that they're old. They're really old. Like I don't, you know. We talk about dogs being nine and nine to fifteen years old. <laughs> Whales that big can be seventy-five or eighty. Like it's it's it is. I don't know. It is kind of creepy. Not seeing old people. Old people aren't creepy, but seventy-five-year-old whales. Yeah, I can agree. With you. That's kind of creepy with the barnacles mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> what else is going on? You, uh, I, I think you posted something recently. You're going back to Mackey's. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. Well, I'm gonna go back to Mackey's actually because the filming that got that I did two weekends ago for the first episode of Urban Legends of the Paranormal, I it completely got ruined. You know, they didn't film it properly and just it horrible yeah. mess, waste of money, yeah. waste of everything. It's only, it's only gonna be yes. better. Yep. Yeah. So I'm sitting here thinking, what can I do? I'm not gonna give away what it is like what what it was about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Bobby Mackey's is where on the Ouija board. I did Conjuring Mackey's. Two networks talked about me. People go and talk about the stuff I've done at Mackey's. People have gone to Mackey's and didn't even ask about what Ghost Adventures and other people did there. They ask about what I did. And to me, that's amazing. So I'm like, you know what? That's my paranormal home. They never say no to what I want to do other than just don't kill babies and don't kill animals. Anything else I can do. So that's my paranormal house. But they'll never tell me no. They'll never say no. Um, So I'm going to go there and I'm going to create uh, some more controversy. I'm gonna create some more drama. I'm like, I'm gonna let people talk more about what it is like that I've already done 
and I give them more to talk about. So I'm excited to go back. I'm only going to be there for about three hours, though. I'm not going to spend, you know, the nine hours okay. or eight hours, however long they give me, because yep. I don't need that amount of time. I'm going to pretty much focus just in the well area. There's going to be blood. There's going to be my Ouija board. There's going to be a lot of other cool things that happen there. And again, it is going to be for urban legends of the paranormal. And it's not going to have really anything to do with Bobby Mackey's because I've addressed the facts there in Conjuring Mackey's. But the there's, there is no urban legends when it comes to Bobby Mackey's. It either is or it isn't. But I am going to use supposedly the most demonic place or nightclub in America to use right. it yeah. as channeling an urban legend in the well. Yep. So that's why I want to go back there. And I feel like it will be the perfect spot. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Unfortunately, they're booked all the way up until August 11th because, you know, the world's opening back up now and every everybody just wants to get out and do things. So right. it gives me time to format this better. Um, I wish I could do it in July, but, you know, that, that whole that whole energy thing, I got to trust the process like we talked about. Like, That's like what it is. comes game. Exactly. Yep. yep. So trust the process. Don't rush the process. Go with it. The fact that I thought about that means... I was supposed to think about it then, not think about it two weeks ago, you know? So yes. um, again, just trust the process, don't rush the process. But yes, I'm going to be going back to Mackey's. I'm super excited. It's been years. Awesome. And, and what else is going on? You've got, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to insult you. I'm going to insult the producer organizers this October. You're, you're at Ookie Spooky something or other. What, what, what's going on? You're, you've got a <laughs> horror, horror paranormal event. Uh, yeah, Spooky Empire. Spooky. I did so. I did Spooky, Spooky Empire. Empire. Sorry, uh, my my apologies. Yeah. I, 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 okay, I'm just learning people. Come on. So okay, yeah. Yeah, Spooky Empire. No, yeah, yeah. He's in Canada. He's he's in Canada. He doesn't know about <laughs> Florida stuff. Right? <laughs> That's what it is. Um. Yeah. Spooky blame Empire. Where Canada. is that? Yeah. Blame it on Canada. When is Spooky? Let me see. I, I have it saved on my phone somewhere. The date. The date, real quick. It's like October 24th through like the. 28th or something like that, but um, twenty something. Yeah, is it on your website, or we'll put it on your website, it, it, or we'll put it, it on this podcast? Yeah, I'll put it somewhere for sure because that is coming up actually pretty fast. It's July, dang, it's already July. So, but Spooky Empire is the biggest um, horror convention in Florida, and I was there three years ago for Haunted Tours, which was amazing. This year, I'm going to be there representing me, my, the, my Stephen Arcantello, like my brand. And um, of course, Urban Legends of the Paranormal, because that's what I'm doing with that. Um, my book will be out. Yep. So I'll be at the, I'll be at the author's table as well. I'm pretty sure I'll be on stage awesome. speaking about things as well. So they're giving me a lot here. And I think it's really cool. Not many paranormal investigators go to horror conventions. And I was offered to go to the Houston horror, uh, Houston horror uh, convention. I, I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong, but They've been wanting me to do this for a while now, and they follow me on Instagram, and they asked me if I can make it next year. Yeah, so they messaged me like three days ago. Yeah, "Yeah, we want you um, July, like July 22nd or something for next year. Come on out. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. If you want it, it's yours. I said, yeah, absolutely. So to book that already, and I know by then there's going to be so much more. This show show alone will be, you know, elevated. So – yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that something that far out in advance is already booked. You know, that keeps me motivated. To, oh, and I'm doing that's something amazing. else that's really, really fucking cool, actually. I'm a huge wrestling fan, right? Like back in the day, Stone Cold Steve Austin, what? you know, The Rock. Yeah, so like I'm huge into that type of wrestling, the WWF, right? Yeah. And, you know, 
Austin 316, the Attitude Era. That was my thing. Degeneration X, all that. So I was, was on, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I messaged this uh, trainer. And a lot of people have wanted me to do fitness competitions. Just, man, your body looks great. You can do it. Why don't you do it? You get a trainer, do this, do that. You know, you, you could. I just never really wanted to for whatever. Maybe I just don't have the time. I just never really wanted to. But I've been sitting here and I messaged a trainer. And she goes by the name of, I'm actually going to go to her right now, Christina Wallace. She, it, she lives in Canada. She actually lives up there by you. And okay. I messaged her. I'm talking to her about it. Have you done comp? with people and she wants me to you know of, of course sign up with her to do this stuff and train me and she actually trains stone cold steve austin and wow. i'm and i'm like man that's really cool like because he was my favorite wrestler you know yeah. the beer smashing chugging it down no fuck yeah. attitude flipping everybody off i'm like, like yeah. that's my guy and uh yeah so i'm really excited i've actually made the decision she wanted to message me today i told her you know we were doing this podcast thing um and uh, yeah, I'm going to make the decision. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it for three months. You know, like she suggested, I know that it's, you know, quite a bit to invest in, but I, I think yep. I want to stand on stage. I think I want to actually stand on stage and compete for the first time ever. A lot of people have been wanting me to coaches have been wanting me to, and I think it's time to to take that step and what better way what? than to Wait do it go. by the person who trained that. Yeah. So good for you. We should bring her on and talk someday. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. One, you know, probably once I pay her, she will. <laughs> yeah. Cause she, yeah, yeah, she's not, she's not really giving me too much information, which I can't blame her. You know, that's her job. And uh, so I told her, you know, we'll talk after I pay her. I'm sure she'll give me her phone number, keep in contact, do this, do that. I would, uh, I would guess I, I follow a few people on Instagram and I saw a guy who just, who just recently swept all the awards at a competition and uh, dude just, by observation, you are not. She's, she's. I don't want to diminish what she's going to do. What she's going to do with you is going to make you awesome. But she's not got a lot of work to do with you. <laughs> I just got to say. I, mean, <laughs> Thank I, you. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think you're going to be easy to put on the podium. Let me put it that way. I think. Uh, yeah. I, thank you. Yeah. I think a lot of people that, that like when I've I've gone to competitions before to watch them, and I'll be in the bathroom pissing or whatever, and some dudes will walk in. They'll be like, "Did you compete?" You know, it's like no. They're like, oh, like you look like you should. Who trains you? I'm like, I train myself. I eat myself. I do my own things. They're like, dude, really? Like, if you had a coach, do you imagine what you would be like? I was like, yeah, just you know, it's not my thing, you know. And it's and it's it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Like it's dedication, twenty four seven. That you have to really get well, the sure sleep. You have to eat when they tell you to eat. You have to eat the right shit at the right time. Because not a lot of people yeah. know that before you work out, there's certain foods you should eat, and after you work yeah. out, there's certain foods you should eat. And people just don't know that. And before bed, there are certain foods that help your muscles grow and help you sweat and help you lose weight while working out, whatever the case may be. So it is a, it is a process, but, um, but thank you. Yeah. I, I think she knows that too. Cause she would, she started following me on Instagram and I could tell she was going through my photos. Cause you know, you can see the stories and I know the stories I posted. So I think she sees that too, that there, there's not really going to have to be a lot of work. And I feel like that's a coach's dream, to be honest, not that there's not a lot of work that the canvas already looks amazing. Now they get to yes. tweak it to be even better. It's not like I have to cut a lot yeah. of weight then do this, then do that. Like the canvas I'm giving you is just touch it up and master it even better. So I think, exactly, and I think that's why a lot of people have wanted me to do it. A lot of coaches, you know, because I'm in, I'm a, I'm, I've already done hard work. If you're embarking on this, right? Yeah, like competitions are 
October, November. That's kind of the season, isn't it? Like, are you thinking you'll be on podium on stage? Uh, I, I feel like, yeah. I mean, that's, I kind of think like, that's one reason why I kind of reached out now. I'm like, you know, if I do that for three months, I really feel like I could get there because my body's already pretty much there without, I'm eating chips right now. Yeah. And my body will still look the same, you know? So imagine if I really put yeah. in the work for three months and yeah. I talk about eating right after the gym. And remember, I remember we talked and I was like, I got to go to the store and get energy drinks. And I had no time to yes. cook food. I grabbed chips. <laughs> so, but if I put in the work like this, yeah, absolutely. If I personally feel like I'll win, then yes. Cause I'm not going to do it just to play second place. I, I'm not going to do that. That's not, I'm not going to stand on no. stage to play second or third. I'm going to stand on stage. I want to stand on stage and the judges be like, yeah, he already won. Like there's no point in, we're not even going to scorecard anybody else. You know, we're going to do it exactly. just for fun because we have to, but I don't want there to be a close call. So, and yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking that that might be, that might be the thing, you know, maybe, maybe while I'm down there for spooky, if I could find a competition thing, I'll go do that too. You know? Well, and there'd be competitions everywhere all over the place. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously there's regional and national competitions that you could go into and, and you're going to pick and choose what's going to work for you. But look at you, multi-layered stuff going on. It's been, uh, we're coming up on our, our two hour time frame here. Uh, just how do you want to close yep, this? Out? I want to, I, I want to thank you for, le- I want to thank you for letting me do this again. Um, <laughs> you've blown me away again. I've learned so much. I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your energy. You inspire me in, in many ways, you know, that, and, uh, I feel that, uh, by having these conversations and these just sort of, you know, letting people sit in on a chat between Kevin and Steven, but uh, you're inspiring lots of other people too. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Thank you for being on and doing what you're doing. It's, it's refreshing, inspiring me to be a better me to then help you be a better you, like you said, and then other people be a better you. So everybody, it's a win-win for everybody. I thank you for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. As long as people take the messages that are being delivered and actually take them and don't think that, you know, don't think negatively on them and get offended by something because of whatever, you know what I mean? As long as people really take it to heart and like, Oh, I'm going to use this and apply it. Exactly. Oh, well, and I think, uh, I think we'll just say that now we, um, this is our second show. Uh, clearly we're jazzed. Clearly we're excited. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we do invite and want to hear from people. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear where you want us to dive back in and talk more. Um, and, and let us know that we should keep doing this and that it's working and that it's helping. And, and I know what really inspires Stephen and inspires me as well is, is your stories. If you have any takeaways, um, if we touched on anything that touched you or uh, motivated you or inspired you, uh, we invite that. This, is, uh, this isn't about just the two of us or, or, or even just Stephen is so grateful. It's not or gracious. It's not just about him. Uh, we're doing this for all of us. And I guess that's just what I want to say. And I know I'm sure Stephen, you echo that as well. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. 100%. Like I, I, I don't mind stepping away from the so-called limelight. I enjoy hearing other people speak. And I know it's a lot for people to do because they're not used to it or they don't want the attention or whatever the case may be, but I love it. I don't need to be talking all the time at all. You could run this whole thing for two hours and I'll literally ask you the questions. It's not about, me, 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 even though the name of the show is what it is, but, uh, to hear other people. Yeah. I, I love their stories. I love listening. And that goes back to what we kind of talk. I know we don't have much time, like five minutes, but that goes back to what you said about like, just asking somebody how their day is. It puts a huge smile on their face. And 
to really pay attention to what they're saying and understanding them. I know that I'm not bullshitting somebody when I actually ask them, and I'm curious, and I know you're not either, and that's rare to come by. Most most people aren't that genuine. You know, They do it because, again, they're just waiting to hear someone talk, but I would love to hear everybody. I would love if people even just blew me up on social media and message me on Instagram or Facebook a long story they just want to explain or talk about or say or whatever, and we, we could read it. You know, we could read it, you know, next week. Exactly. And let yeah. people know, like, hey, this is something someone wanted to get off their chest and maybe have one of us elaborate on it, on our opinion based off. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a family member died. Maybe it's how do they deal with, you know, somebody at work, anything, you know, that they just want to hear our opinion on. Like, send it, send it, send it, send it, send it. Like, seriously, just it's not going mean, to. I, I love it. Exactly. And Even if you don't want our opinion. <laughs> I will just, yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll have something to say about it. Oh, we will, <laughs> for sure. But, uh, you know, and just, just on that, again, uh, just reminding people, this is totally unscripted. I follow an outline. Stephen and I talk about an outline of things that we want to touch on. And I will tell you now that we didn't even cover half of what we thought we wanted to talk about today. So I know that we've got content for future uh, episodes that we will be discussing and diving into Stephen's mind, diving into his heart and his head. Uh, Again, I'm going to sign off here. Thank you again for your generosity. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for being an inspiration. Go be amazing you, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and you're welcome. And we will talk to everybody, like you said, next week. Have a good night. Have a good night, everybody. Peace out. Bye-bye.